What's going on, guys? And welcome back to episode... What, what the fuck is this? Is this five? Yeah. Episode five of the Staincast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, as usual, Mr. E, Stephen E. What's going on, guys? Mr. DL, Mr. DE. How e. we doing? Welcome to the Staincast. Welcome. Uh, this week we are covering the other guys. Um, so first you guys comedy. like... Uh, this, I believe, is our first comedy. Yes. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you guys liked the are are, are enjoying the change of um, post schedule. Uh, if this mm-hmm. just works out for us better. We might change it back in the future. We might switch it again. But for right now, it seems like Wednesday seems to be the best day for for me and DL to be able to post this. Yeah. So thank you guys, of course, for for tuning in. Yeah. Um, uh, just a real quick thing that I'm gonna I just want to address yes this weekend that you're listening to this is SDCC and yes we will be covering Marvel Studios panel in the news for next week we, I know we haven't been doing news for a little bit however with this with what is probably going to be huge announcements coming from Marvel Studios mm-hmm. we will definitely be covering that in next week's episode yeah, there's just been so much rumors where it's like there's no reason to even like make comments on them when next like this weekend we're going to have it actually confirmed compared to like, oh, yeah, this person's playing this, this fucking this guy's playing this character in this show. It's like, all right, we'll just wait, see like, exactly. like what what the casting list is looking like, what the plot's even looking like for half these shows. Cause... Yeah, what, what the movie or honestly, like I said, uh, not in this in on the recording, um, I think that we're going to this is pr- strictly just movies and they're saving the, the shows for Disney Plus Day. That's tough. But, but regar- that. regardless, we will be coming at you with our thoughts, our opinions, and mm-hmm. all the news that comes out of SDCC 2022. Thor That's true. Um, but without further ado, we will be jumping into our first comedy with the other guys. And, and I mean, if you guys also couldn't tell, it's just DL and I this week. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no guests this week. Um, it just really isn't that necessary. I think comedies are pretty open shut. And it's just, it's nice to just have the two of us. We don't have to worry about having long ass episodes. Just because I know it's nice to have like a nice calm 45, 55 minute episode. That's true. Oh, I guess before we get started as well, the elephant in the room, the new content, Miss Marvel did end this week. It was actually pretty good. Um, I know, DL, you haven't watched it. You're waiting until we cover it on Staincast. Yeah. Um, but it was enjoyable. Uh, it definitely has a lot of implications for what's going to be happening in the future of the MCU. Uh, I won't spoil anything for those who haven't watched it. We'll save that for the actual episode itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't watched it, I do at least recommend watching the finale. The, you kind of get the gist of the, the series from that alone. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, whenever we end up covering on Stankass, I'm just going to do my due diligence, but I just end up watching it just because I feel like there's no reason for me to speak about something I only saw the finale on, but. No, absolutely. I'm just saying for like for those that don't actually like either want to sit down yeah. and watch it or whatever. Yeah, because well, it, it is pretty. Yeah, TV shows can definitely be intimidating in that right, where it's like, especially I mean, like I'm finally catching up with Stranger Things, and I am not excited to get the season four just because it's literally feature length movies. When you get to that, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I don't, I know we're always on the debate between how long a movie or show should be, but. It just all depends on like the content and the quality of. It. But I'm sure it's gonna be very cool, like a very like dense, like quality dense episodes for season, season four season, yeah, I was like, season four is is the best that stranger things will ever be i'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie yeah and like, I'm, I'm sure it's I'm gonna be dummy dance, but 
but it's just it's just kind of crazy thinking about a, a TV show is as long is the is longer than like how like all the Marvel movies from this year. The finale, the finale is literally longer than Love and Thunder. It's two and a half hours, right? Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, Jeez. side rant aside, uh, we're gonna hop mm-hmm. right into this movie. Um, get get started on uh, the other guys. Yay. So also, I, 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 real quick, let me just uh, state to anyone who watched it last week. So I was I was editing it last week, and I don't know if I was cooked or what it was, but I must have said the word like about 150,000 times. So don't yeah, worry. Exactly. I know I was editing it. I was getting fucking pissed off. I was about to just cut out every time I was talking because I was getting pissed off of myself. But there will be no likes this episode besides the one I just said, unless I need to say it because I mean. It is what it is, but I mean, it is it is a describing exactly. It, it, it's a pretty it's a pretty good use for uh, simile, simile like or as yeah, yeah. So simile, but I will do my best to limit my vocabulary from it because it got me tight. So I'm sure as hell it got somebody tight. My apologies, yeah. guys. Yeah, but moving in, that. the other guys. This is the first comedy. Now, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll see when we get to the rating itself. Comedies are extremely subjective subjective mm-hmm. so um you guys might not like this movie you guys might like this movie and we might not like this movie dl might like this movie and i don't or vice versa that's mm-hmm. going to happen with pretty much every comedy that we cover in the future yeah because humor is just so subjective we've, we've spoken about it at length before it's just i was about to say like <laughs> it's um I mean, yeah, it's just comedy. It's like the, there'll definitely be some elements that you just find a lot more like it, it depends on how you're raised, like your humor growing up. And like for me personally, I can I'll state my bias. Like I've seen this movie a lot of times. I grew up watching this movie. It came out in 2010. So I feel like that was around the time when I was starting to watch. Like I, I was surprised to see it was PG-13. I definitely thought this movie was rated R growing up, but it's PG-13 surprisingly. I guess yeah, like I'm, just since like it's just language. That. It's just language, I guess. I guess that would be my assumption on why it's pg-13 because there really is no sexual content there's no gore there's no like obscene violence it's literally don't just say, i don't even think they say the f word i don't think they do which which i will i mean i'll just say it now i was gonna say it later on the line but i think this movie i think every comedy movie maybe it's just me like like i like a more like a darker humor just like more like uh no every every humor. comedy movie is better when it's rated r i will kind of absolutely agree with you on that yeah it just feels just like like when you have like these A-list actors like Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg having the sense of themselves like you don't want to do that to a um a comic is that what they are? is that would be a like a, like a, yeah, a, comic a comic person yeah. Be a comic? Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so you, you just don't want them to have to be censoring themselves because I mean nothing good comes out of it like obviously you don't need to be Martin Scorsese and that shit saying the f word every other sentence because at some point that yeah. does get a little ridiculous but like there definitely should be a, fi- a fine line between like getting your point across but. That's all I have to say on that. Side note, you said like eight times in that rant. Damn it, um, man. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's just, uh, it's all right, guys. I'm done. I'm done. No, it's, it's, it's hard. I, I will say that. But but I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. As I now say it. Um, this, <laughs> this movie definitely hinders, because when you have, like, Sam Jackson, whose biggest thing is literally his fucking cursing. <laughs> um, will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, another one who's big on cursing. I mean, Ted is a phenomenal comedy. Mm-hmm. And I mean that is rated R. It's like when you're when you're trying to make a comedy for kids, but also adults at the same time, you definitely have to sacrifice <laughs> some of the jokes or something or like something with it. And unfortunately, with in, in my opinion, with this movie, it not having that dark of humor, this was pretty cut dry and stale. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and like I've seen the movie before. I've only seen it once before. I know we, you and I were talking about this yeah. um, before we started recording. I've only seen the movie once before, and I will say, it was not that great rewatching it. It was not as good as I remember it being. It's still a great movie, and and definitely on first watch through, but rewatching it, a lot of the jokes were kind of stale. Mm-hmm. I mean, with comedies. There's not many that can do it, right? I mean, SpongeBob is like the gold standard of comedies for a reason because you have you have scenes where you have things flying under the radar for most kids. Like they're not just in your face with it, just saying like, oh yeah, like ass and tits, or like just screaming the f bomb, or just saying like obscene things. And like it's so it's it's very like if you know you know, or like if you're really listening, you'll pick up on it. If that makes sense, like like like, there's like there's a good balance between being like oh my god, whatever. I'm just gonna say. But there's a good balance between being like for just for kids or just for adults. And when you get into that middle area, you have to do it very, you have to do it like, uh, what's the word? You, you, it, it has to be done. I don't even know how I fucking want to say. I just completely lost it's my train of thought. Yeah, delicately. That's the fucking words. It has to be yeah. done delicately. So you can't just be having just appealing to one or the other because then it just kind of get like this movie definitely does suffer from it at some points where you can tell some of these jokes are a lot more uh, kid friendly. I mean, it is a PG-13 movie, but it's just a little ridiculous sometimes. And that, and not every movie or show can be perfect when it comes to comedy. Most of them aren't. I'll just say that. Like, I'm not a huge yeah. comedy guy myself. I was going to wait until we got – well, I'll, I'll wait to, like, further expand on it when we get to the question of the week. But I, I've never been a huge comedy guy. I think the great ones are great. I feel like – I don't want to be, like, like just, like, talking in service like we did last year. I think horror and comedy are very similar in that regard. Yeah, like, it's like the, the best of the best are, are so good, but the worst mm-hmm. of the worst are utter fucking garbage. Yeah, it's like the best thing, like the, the best of comedy puts everything like puts everything on a pedestal. So when you have something that's like pretty, it's not bad. Like it's all it's 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 all right. It just makes it worse because you're just like inevitably just looking towards like some of the best comedies. Like, oh, why, why didn't they do this better, etc. Exactly. But moving into the actual topics at hand. Yeah, you- um, favorite and least favorite characters. Um, I guess I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my favorite character, I'm gonna have to give it to Will Ferrell. I mean, I personally prefer Ferrell uh, over Wahlberg in most of the movies that they're in together. Um, mm-hmm. I will say him having to censor himself definitely hinders his performance in this movie. However, um, he I feel like has had to censor himself more than Wahlberg has, where he's able to at least make it work still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, his script but, isn't just boom or bust. But where... this is this is a problem that I will get into uh, when we get to the like, a little further in, but every character, or every actor, sorry, plays their stereoty- stereotypical role in this movie. Yeah. The, 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 Rock, the, the, the Rock is the meathead. Will Ferrell is, is the, you know, um, the the lovable idiot for lack of a better word um mm-hmm. mark Wahlberg is the rough guy sam jackson is the badass like they're literally just playing their stereotypical roles in this movie which kind of made it a little stale when i've seen these them play these characters in every fucking movie i've seen them in mm-hmm. that's just a comedy formula though i mean no it is absolutely it is but like when you, when you see something like this or you see and then you see like will ferrell in something like anchorman Mm-hmm. Anchorman is a fucking good ass movie. I, the weirdest thing about Anchorman is that I think I like the second one more than the first um, one, which is very rare. I'd have to rewatch them. It's close. I 
Yeah, they, it's, they certain, it's certainly close, close. but I, I, I like the um the second one more just because I, I forgot what it was. Like, because each one of them kind of have like their main theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it just turned out I just I just enjoyed the second one more, yeah. which is which is very surprising, especially for a comedy. I feel like sequels on comedies are pretty I was much literally most of the time the you absolute trash. Like, like the like the same thing with horror movies. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the, the there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of similarities between the two. Just because of their appeal, like they're they're both very niche. Well, there's also um, there's also a reason why horror comedies genres. exist. Yeah, yeah horror comedies are. Ugh, <laughs> horror comedies are like when, when, when they're, they're good, they're right? fine. But 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 like when they're bad, like it's just the boat is the worst. It's like the the worst of both worlds. Like which, when, which when there's something get... like scary movie, like we uh, me Chet and Mike watched scary movie the other day, and that shit was so fucking hilarious. Like mm, that works. Good. But then you but have, like, Michael like, Myers' Halloween joint when fucking whatever that guy is fucking is, is like, oh, so when you, when you have, well, I think it's from Five, when you have the, the cops walking and there's little clown noises behind their footsteps. <laughs> but anyway, He's doing too much. It, it's comedy and horror just so difficult to pair together sometimes because it's, like, you don't know what mood to be in. Like, you, you're kind of just, like, putting out the, like, putting an extinguisher on the tension with a hideous-ass joke. Like, it's just, like... like like we were saying, like if the jokes are good, it doesn't matter. But sometimes it's just too much. Yeah, and then, so going on the <clears throat> the opposite side, uh, my least favorite character in this movie is Fosse and whatever the fuck his partner's name is. No, you don't fuck with no. them. <laughs> no, they're they're the definition of fucking extra. I enjoy and, uh, the white guy. I forgot his name. I don't know his fucking name. Martin. Is it Martin? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've also seen him in other movies, and I enjoy him in other okay, movies. Yeah, Rob, Rob, Rob Reggie, is, is he's good. It's more Fosse that I have an issue with. <laughs> and I think it's also because, if I'm not mistaken, or I think it's also, um, what's it called? I think it's also an issue of where they like to tell, oh, the black guy says jokes about being black type of thing. Mm-hmm. That just I mean, run into the fucking ground. It's exactly what you said. It's just a complete stereotype. Like, everyone is just stereotypes of characters they're supposed to be. Exactly. And it just... It, this movie's also a little over the top. <laughs> but all comedies I'll, are comedies. I'll, I'll, I'll say a little bit. It's fucking absurd. It's yeah, dummy but, absurd. But if you want to go with your favorite and least favorites. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, why is... Because my favorite would probably be... I can't even decide between Mark Wahlberg or... Um, well, for I think they both have a great dynamic with each I mean, other. Yeah, they, there's a reason why they're in so many movies together. It's because they mm-hmm. they do have a great dynamic together. Mm-hmm. I think I like Mark Wahlberg in the first half of the movie, and I like Will Ferrell in the second half of the movie. I don't even know because Mark Wahlberg I mean, is fair they, Will Ferrell kind of does a, a complete 180. Not mm-hmm. a complete 180, but I just like there's some tropes in movies that I'm just not a huge fan of being like in like the weak like the I mean, like, whatever the stereotype you said before is, is like, the, the weak guy who, like, fills in his shoes and, like, all of a sudden learns his lesson. And all of a sudden, yeah. Like, he, he goes from being this, this like, this, this weak guy, and all of a sudden he's just, towards the end of the movie, he's a complete badass or something like that. It, it's just, I mean, that's just the nature of comedy. Like, their plot progression is, like, turned to four. Like, four, I like, guess, yeah. like, four times as fast as any other, like, actual movie. Yeah. So you have, like, characters changing their entire persona within 30 minutes. Which is fine, but I mean, that's definitely one of my biggest beefs with comedy is that there really is no progression. And when it is, it's it's super sped, like it's it's super simmed, like 
way too much. But I, I, I'll, just for the sake of giving it to one person, I'll just give it to Mark Wahlberg because I fucking love Mark Wahlberg and most of the movies he's in. Will Ferrell yeah. is he's also great. Like I think his I think his comedians they're both very good. But if I had to choose one, I just choose Mark Wahlberg because I do enjoy. See, it's tough though because the whole Gator thing is probably one of my favorite aspects of the movie. Definitely one of the funniest need, parts of Gator it. Gator needs his gat, punk ass bitch. Yeah. Whose baby is that? Who's the man who did that to you? <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, but yeah. And uh, your least favorite? Um, I don't know. I, it's just one of those movies where it's the two main characters and everyone else is just side background people who just contribute to the like them progressing in the plot. And it's very yeah. like, like most of that happens in a lot of movies, but in this movie particularly, it's just super in your face about it. So, I mean, I'll just give it to, um, I don't even know, uh, the Australian guy, because he didn't kill her, Sean, at the end, because he was just pointing guns at people, and he wasn't doing shit about it. But, I mean, it, it, it could have been went to anybody. Roger Wesley, he's useless. Same thing with his freaking other chat. Yeah. They were just useless. They, 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 I mean, like any other comedy, all the background characters don't change at all. They stay exactly the same. They're literally the, the same movie. characters for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they only have enough time to uh, progress. To develop, them. yeah, like develop one or two characters max. Yeah, I'll yeah. probably just give it to them though. I, I just give it to you. Mark Wahlberg is my favorite. And then that whole band of like private security—they're fucking okay. annoying. All right, that's fair. I, I I can't disagree with you there. Now moving on, we do have favorite joke, which I'm now that I'm thinking about it is also kind of going to be the same thing as favorite quotes. Just because yeah. it's just, you know, we'll, we'll combine these into a, the, the same um, category, mm-hmm. per se. So for, but anyways, so I put two down. Um, first is, all right, he, here's the paperwork from the beginning of the movie. It's thick, it's ugly, and God dances fingerprints all over it. <laughs> just, just, like, just like Bob's wife. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Michael Keaton was great in this. I mean, Michael Keaton's just, he's a great actor no matter what he does. He's a dummy versatile. He's got range. That's, yeah, exactly. And then uh, the other one is from Urshan, where he goes. Urshan. Ur- Urshan, whatever. Um, she she overreacted. She's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I had that written down, too. <laughs> Leave it to Wolf for of the course, massage jokes. You know, what? I said, leave it to Will Ferrell with massage jokes. I think his his uh, publishing studio made this movie, whatever it, it is. Right? It yeah, something Sanchez, Gary Sanchez. Yeah. I agree. I, I was actually going to say that before I before I, I we're going to go into the favorite quotes you said. Since it's like mm-hmm. a continuation. Yeah, because I was going to say um, uh, like his favorite kill that we did last week for horror would probably just be like a subcategory of the make or break moments. I would say, and then favorite joke would just be a subcategory of favorite quotes. I agree. Yeah. Just for organization's sake, I feel like if you, but then as we develop more, as we get into like more action things, I feel like we can probably do like best like see like there's most like action yeah, sequence. Like, yeah, which would probably just also go under make or break moments of the movie. Yeah, it's but a subcategory. So, mm-hmm. Oh, I meant to say uh, a runner-up for my favorite characters. I forgot his name. The guy who was, I like that. Um, uh, like shooting your firearm in the office meeting, uh, whatever that like, AA group was, whatever that Jimmy? like. Uh, was it Jimmy? Is that his name? Because I can't find him on the. Paul, are you talking about Paul? Uh, fucking. Uh, Scott's Bobby. Ex-wife? Yeah. 
Yeah, Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. his name's Jimmy. Yeah, I fucking, I fucking love that man. That's why I was tight that he wasn't that he was so useless in Ant Man because he's funny. Like he that that mm-hmm. whole thing where he said they're killing a bunch of triads or something like that, and he was like, "Oh, my, my partner threw me down a Mossberg pump, and I put one right in his chest." Game over, bitches. Game over. And, and the moderator what's was even, like, "What's hit. even the score?" Yeah, he's like, "What's even the odds?" So I put one right in his chest. Game over, bitches. And the moderator's like, "Oh, how'd that make you feel? Like a Viagra pill with a face?" <laughs> yeah, like that. That shit's fucking hysterical. Everyone calls me the Yankee Clip because you shot Jared Jeter, douchebag. <laughs> Why couldn't have been a Rod? <laughs> Another one I was 915. Let's have a great day, everyone. Cut the shit. <laughs> Everyone's just shitting on fucking. Mm. Like I said, it, it, that's just what Will Ferrell plays in a lot of his movies. Yeah. He's literally just the, the punching bag for everyone else yeah. until inevitably he becomes the, the one who's doing the punching or however the hell you want to word it. Yeah, you, no, exactly. Well, besides that, uh, there's not too many others that I have. I mean, like, honestly, I'll get to it more in the yeah, I, but like. Mm-hmm. Just the, the entirety of, of The Rock and, and Sam Jackson's character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I have a few just because I, I was just watching. As I was watching through, I was trying to take some quotes down. Because this is a very quotable movie. I mean, sure, so is most comedies. Because, like, the whole point, I feel like most comedies are just one-liners. Yeah. So just one-liner exactly. city. Will, Will Ferrell is, like, the king of the fucking one-liner. I mean, I, I feel like... I wouldn't even say he's the king of one-liner. He's just the king of, like, extent... Like, accentuated jokes that just go on forever where you have where you have like them speaking um at the end of the movie when his wife when the his wife's grandmother i think it was or her mother whoever it was was like going back and forth talking to uh, will ferrell's character when they're like camped outside his house his mom's mm-hmm. house and then she talked about like she, she oh he was something to do with a, a mannequin hand with a like a razor tape to a golf club like it's funny for people who are into that kind of stuff but it definitely gets stale pretty quick for me Depending on, I, 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 for me, I'm more of a subjective, I'm not, not subjective, but um, situational comedy kind of guy, where mm-hmm. it's a lot more funny, like, in the moment compared to just, like, just, just saying random shit and just waiting for someone to laugh at it. Yeah, but, and I will say, I think that's an issue with a lot of comedies in general, is most of the jokes are not scripted. Like, they're just kind of came up off the top of the head, and a lot of the ones mm-hmm. that, that, that are in most comedies are kind of just like, all right you kind of just put this in here because in the moment it seemed funny, but it's probably mm. not actually that funny. Yeah. There's no quality control whatsoever on comedies. Absolutely not. I was looking through some of the bloopers and there's just so many like editing mistakes and just like the kind of shit that like action movies would take so much flack for, but this movie, you have like a million different things. You could just look on go on IMDb. If anyone's curious who's watched this movie or planning on watching it, there's like a whole goof section and there's so many scenes where like the gun will be in his holster then it isn't. He gets up. It is. He has two guns in his hand. There's no. And then there's one gun. He's reloading a gun. And then all of a sudden it's reloaded. There's a pain. There's just so many. I was reading through it just because I was curious. I've seen this movie so many times. So like I didn't even need to watch it. Like kind of like know what when the scene is. But there's a there's a surprisingly crap ton of them. But just finishing up my quotes just to get it over with. Uh, a, a joke that I think it was done right. I don't even know. Like I don't even know how I feel on it. the whole thing with um, Terry. Sucking Alan for, I mean, sucking Sheila for being with Alan. I thought it was mm-hmm. pretty funny when they first started. When he's like at the dinner and they're yeah, just talking. <laughs> so why are you with Alan? <laughs> just straight up. Uh, I know when I had, we're going to Jersey. That's a shitty day. 
And that's fucking true. I mean, that is true. That was literally us the entirety of the fucking Atlantic City trip. <laughs> the kid flies private. That's, that's all true. I got. That's all yeah, I got. But for like, yeah, that's that's like you said. It's a lot of one-liners. It's a lot of mm-hmm. quotable stuff. But like overall, it's like some of the jokes kind of didn't land at all. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite joke? If you have um, one. I don't know. That's 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 kind of hard. I I might have to just give it to you know it's thick, ugly, and got. Uh, yeah. his fingerprints all over it just that actually got me to fucking break out laughing like that was the only joke that i was like hysterical laughing for there's a couple for me in this movie i i would just give my favorite joke to the whole scene when i was talking about him pulling up like killing the triads or whatever it was mm-hmm. that whole that whole meeting is just my favorite joke of the movie the whole That's interaction right. between uh terry and what was his name jimmy yeah jimmy yeah jimmy the kid jimmy but I guess we can move on to make or break moments of the movie. Uh, and to be honest with you, like, this doesn't really have any two standout scenes. I mean, the, so the one, which I guess I can also consider the joke a joke as well, is when The Rock and Sam Jackson fucking jump off the building, aim for the bushes, and there's nothing there. Yeah. It's, just, it's so I, hard to, it's just so hard to review comedies, because at least for, the, for, for this movie, to me anyways, there's not really a plot. Until like halfway, mm. quarter of the way through the movie, and which that, is fun. Yeah. Like comedies provide that, like turning off your brain kind of humor, and I'm completely okay with that. But as a someone who just likes to like be a little bit more stimulated, I guess like that, that's a poor choice of wording. Um, for when it comes to watching movies, I like to have my brain. <laughs> I like to have my brain stimulated a little bit, like a little bit more of a um. Likes to be stimulated. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it was a, it was a little bit of a poor choice of words, but. I give it, like you want to be more into the movie where comedy yeah. is like for the most part you just kind of honestly you kind of need to be brain dead for them yeah for most comedies it's just kind of made to where you can zone in and out where mm-hmm. you, you, you don't have to be watching every i mean we're talking we're gonna be talking about tenant next weekend which is a complete like the antithesis of a comedy where literally every scene has meaning to it for the most part and like if you miss the littlest littlest little details mm-hmm. you will be lost you miss one one line of dialogue between the main characters, between like some of the characters, and you're and after that, like if you miss that, good luck trying to understand. I mean, you still couldn't understand the movie, but even less so if you didn't understand some key lines of dialogue. But comedies just don't have dialogue that's, that's right. meaningful. It's just yeah. not like it, it's not meant to be meaningful. It's meant to be funny, which is completely fine. But I'm more I'm more of a uh, of a, like I enjoy when most stories have a meaning to them compared to just I mean. This movie's a perfect example. There is no meaning to this movie. It's just two guys. Yeah, there, being... yeah there, there, this has literally nothing going for it besides. It's the just two. <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's, it's just two cops fucking going on joy rides. I mean, it's, it's just the it's just all the cops are ridiculous. I mean, yeah, they're they're like the most heightened example of what a cop would be, and like honestly, the most unrealistic example of what a cop would be. <laughs> nah, you're telling me the cops ain't doing desk pops in the office. Yeah, yeah, or fucking. Driving buildings, th- I mean, driving cars through buses, <laughs> and then just driving the bus and then shooting out the car on the uh, shooting out the bus on the other side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to <laughs> hear you scream. <laughs> shit fucking explodes. That 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 fucking that shit was so ridiculous. Twelve million dollars in property damage for a quarter pound of weed. So was it worth I mean, it? <laughs> that is, this is New York. What do they say? I say, I'm gonna let the, the, the New York answer that question. The greatest city in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this movie's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, 
I mean, pretty fitting for a comedy. It's it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculously out of pocket. And then towards the end, they're like, we need need some sort of we need some sort of resolution to this. Yeah, we we need a reason for the movie to end. Exactly. And it probably takes them like 10 to 15 minutes to cook it up. And they're like, aha, there it is. It's funny. Yeah, I, I, it's fine. I got no problem with it, but comedies are just so funny. It, it, it's, 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 it's so interesting how you can make an entire premise of a story just be so meaningless. And like, it's still entertaining to me, at least. No, it's, it's still entertaining, but it's just like you said, when we're trying to do what we're doing now, it's a, it makes it a little hard. Mm hmm. That's really all I got for favorite quotes. And make or break moments, I don't know. Um, there's there's not I, much. I mean, like like this this the scene in dinner when when Terry finds out about Alan's wife. That that's pretty funny. Or mm-hmm. um, like you were saying before, the entire uh, officers who shot their gun in the field support mm-hmm. group. That that shit was like that was a good scene as well. I also like uh, the. Uh, like the compilation of them pulling up to Urshan's office and him just keep giving them tickets and then like cuts yeah. to them being there. <laughs> then they pulling up courtside to see the Knicks. The Knicks. The New York Knicks in 2010. The, the Jersey Boys. <laughs> Never that. I'm trying to think if there's anything like standoutish for me. There's not. Like that. that's literally what a comedy's meant to be. Yeah, I'll, I'll save the chopper scenes. <laughs> <laughs> to the yeah moments. Oh, don't get me fucking started. <laughs> don't fucking get me. Honestly, nah. I'm gonna put that in right fucking now because honestly, we'd be getting into yeah it's anyway. Yeah. That chopper scene is fuck. We're cops. Aim at the chopper, and then the fucking yeah. no, no. They dime that up too. They're like, fucking dummy nice with it. No one at the fucking at a pier shooting range is gonna be able to fucking like dime up the fucking pilot yeah, of a <laughs> helicopter. And they were getting smacked by it, too. It wasn't like a ball every now and then. Like, every fucking golf ball hit them. <laughs> like, they were the fucking... Everyone who was golfing there must have been all pro or something. That's what I'm saying. And the, the fucking... The fact that... um, The fact that... The car... The Prius, nonetheless, was <laughs> still functional. The tampon on wheels. After having... Yeah. After having that many fucking bullet holes in it, it's fucking absurd. And like, I get that's the point of a comedy is nothing really makes sense. Mm-hmm. I would but even, still. I would, yeah, I would even put that blame on action movies too, because bullets just don't really, like, just guns don't work the way they actually like, work. Yeah, like Hollywood has their own way of gun mechanics and their whole how they work. So I mean, I'm not even gonna give too much. I'm not even gonna slight this movie too much because that's just my beef with all movies in general. Like that's true. It's not even Almost the same like thing. Like, like, like war movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where like the focus of the story is like kind of the warfare aspect of things, or just like the overall like gunplay or whatever you want to call it. But it's still every movie's like that, and it will, it will forever get me tight. But I've just seen so many movies that are like, yeah, that's just a Hollywood effect. Like there's yeah. some things that at one point it made sense, but it's just been like the same. I mean. For the most part, Hollywood kind of does repeat the same formula of movies. They just kind of change characters around, change archetypes a little bit. But for the most part, it's still the same like story of good turns to evil, good turn, uh, good turns to evil. I mean, evil turns to good, or it's just some sort of uh, swing on that, which is all right. But I've just seen those archetypes, those like plots, just play out so many times. I just, I, I just turn a blind eye to it now because I'm off it. There's no reason to even 
pick apart a movie like that. Yeah, no, I agree. I guess um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm trying to think if there's any other. I'm trying to read through my notes. I really didn't have that. Many. Oh, another. <laughs> I don't even know if you call this a yeah or you call it a <laughs> stupid moment of the movie, but I love when Will Ferrell was supposed to be young. They just put him like with younger clothing on. Like they didn't even try to de-age his ass. They didn't even try to put makeup on him. He literally they do, the that, exact... they do that. That that's that's another car like a comedy yeah. movie staple. Or like I don't know, yeah, like they just. Like, oh, you look young. Let's just put you in whatever clothes you would be wearing. Like, fucking yeah. Years ago. Just put colorful clothing on him. Like, yeah, he's all of a sudden in college now when the man's got fucking gray hair. Yeah. Um. Besides that, there's not really much. Like, I know we're, we're kind of just breezing through this, but there's there's nothing really much for us. As a, you guys can watch this movie and tell me what you think about it. You, yeah. Like. <laughs> there's really not fucking much mm-hmm. i mean yeah it's kind of just going to the like for comedies like there really is no make or break moments in comedies to be honest like it's really just like scenes that caught your attention whether they were good or bad and just like whether or not they were like like on par of being like comedy level ridiculous or just straight up out of control like the fucking them just lining up that those golf balls with the, the golf chopper balls. Or, or like, and and honestly, the biggest yeah I, to me is the fucking the Rock and Sam Jackson would not be getting that much praise if they were actual cops like that in real life. They would have been arrested after their first fucking mission. <laughs> or the first nah, fucking case. You're not allowed to ask those questions. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. As you guys, I should just fucking forget that. Yeah. <laughs> that whole. It's so funny how they, they don't even try to like make sense of the fact that they jumped off the building. Like even their little conversation between Terry and Alan. Like, there's not like, even, there, was, there wasn't even an awning or anything. Exactly, it's fucking New York City. They just jumped twenty stories. Another, I mean, like I said previously, there really is no need for me to even address this or make fun of it because that's how every movie is. But the shootout in the uh, like that proud the meeting. For the uh, for the budget for the NY for where Bob was and they were like uh, allocating the budget like they're basically Urshan was scamming the NYPD out of their money their pension fund. I don't even understand what people are shooting at. There's two people to shoot at and they're like shooting at each other like they're never facing the way of where Alan or Terry are ever, but they're the only two people that are there like sh- like getting shot at. It's so stupid. That's yeah, fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> but beyond that, I guess we I guess if we want we could jump into. The- to the, the thirsty moment of the movie. Oh yeah. Actually, hold on. Let me let me <laughs> let me rewind real quick before we hop into that. Because there I just remembered one more quote that uh, I'm already leaned just... in. Alright, whatever. I'm no no you know now you got it. I'm joking. Um fucking uh <laughs> hold on. No, I think. What does he say exactly? No one, no one leaves my house without sleeping with my wife. No, you're gonna yeah. come back here and sleep with my wife. You will make love to my wife. Yeah. You come, you come into my wife. You come into my house. Get my wife's name right. And then there's like, did they chase us for twenty blocks? <laughs> it's the clay, the the, the clay's a comedy. I mean, like, this has got to be up there, like with comedies that. It is just it's just a compilation of humor of just humor scenes like there is no mm-hmm. there's no like logical storytelling to most of this movie it's I'm just jumping around being in different environments just joking around which I got no problem with like I don't want it to make it sound like it's like it's like a negative way of me saying that it's just funny it's just, yeah. it's just weird it's weird and and like 
like when I'm watching the movie, like for for like for uh, the staying cast, I don't like I watch it clear headed. Like I'm not high, I'm not drunk. Just I watch it to like take my notes, and I think that definitely hinders a movie like this. Like a movie like this, I feel mm-hmm. like I have to be either slightly intoxicated or pretty fucking high in, to, in order to enjoy it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, it, it's just one of those movies where you're supposed to turn your brain off. Like, I don't think when they made this movie, they're like, they were going through like each phase of the movie or whatever you want to call it, each like section of the movie and be like, all right, how does this add up to the to the final plot at the end of the movie? They don't give a shit. Like, and it, it's not to be like, they're not doing a, a good job making movies. It's just a fucking comedy movie. So it doesn't matter. Like no one's going to be, busting their chops over oh this this event happened in the in the 16 minutes into like halfway into the movie but it was never addressed again at the end like it it doesn't matter mm-hmm. it's, it's just not meant to be looked at beyond like a surface level like when it comes to most of the events that happen in this movie no i, agree. Also, I, I also forgot to mention dirty mike and the boys which is probably no, also one no, of I, I was getting there don't you worry i'm about to have an f shack in this here prius over here if you fellas mm-hmm. want to join us Dirty Mike and you turn my, my Prius into a nightmare. We will have sex in your car. It will happen again. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> Thanks for the F shack. Love Dirty Mike and the boys. Love Dirty Mike and the boys. Yeah, the, the, like the, that scene also does a pretty good job at encapsulating uh, Will Ferrell's humor style, where they're just rambling on and on about the shit that happened in his car. A bunch of homeless guys got it on in the backseat. This like them all calling it a soup kitchen, which is funny. Mm-hmm. But and then the you had like oh, like, tickets, the fucking it's like a like a mouse gave like some some something gave birth in the backseat. There's a, a dead mouse in a condom. Yeah, it's just like a pile on kind of style of comedy. Which if it's done right, it's it, it's just as enjoyable as any other type. But it could definitely be. It, it's also up there with being like the easiest to be dragged through the mud where. At a certain amount of time, it's like, all right, man, Jesus, you got your point across. Like, it, it was funny when you started the joke, but at this point, like, just end it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but now, if you don't, if you would like to. Oh, yeah. So for this thirsty moment of the movie, we really haven't had much lately. I apologize, guys. Some of these, these movies just don't be doing the right thing. But I will give it to... Dr. Sheila Gamble is it? Is she a doctor? Whatever her whatever her title is, I don't know if she was a a, a, a doctor or not. But I agree, she, she was. She was. I just looked it up. She was. Okay. Yeah. Eva Mendez is. Eva Mendez is. Uh, is a beautiful woman. I, I cannot believe she's married to fucking. What's his name? Mr. Ken. What the fuck? What's his name? Um, guy from Barbie movie from Blade Runner. Oh, Jeez, fucking, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yeah. That is an interesting. That's an interesting relationship. What the fuck? I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, but I she's a. She's a bad woman. She she got the she, she got the fucking tangibles. I'll tell you that. That is very. She got true. the she got true. the personalities. But besides that, I'm trying to think if there was anything. I don't think there really was anything. It was just Alan's love interest and Terry's love interest. Francine was yeah. all right. Nothing to report back on. There's just a generic comedy formula where the main character forgets his girl at the end. I don't know. That, yeah, that's a pretty, which, pretty known which, trope. Did we expect that? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. 
Like it, it, it is what it is. That's just that, that's just the formula. Comedy, I mean, comedy movies. I I would say probably are the like the most formulaic movies. Absolutely. There's there's nothing really to them. Yeah. When you have the comedies that stray from it, those are the ones that are like some of the greatest ones. I don't know if you have ever seen This Is the End. It just got a crap ton of um comedians in it for no reason. Mm-hmm. But I would say uh, what's his name, Danny. Danny Brad, Danny McBride, he's probably one of my favorite comedians of all time in terms, of like, in terms of like at least like in movies, and he's in that movie, and he's he's not in it for that long, but he's funny as hell. But that's definitely one of those movies that kind of transcends. Like it still has that same formula. Don't get me wrong, but like you're just not, you just don't like feel it. Like it's not like in your face as maybe something like this movie is, or most comedy movies are, where when the plot like when the plot's like changing, or I mean like when the like when they have to reach a certain like end game i guess you would call it like when you're getting close to the end of the movie you kind of feel the, the pace picking up because they have to close it out and this movie mm-hmm. was only what like an hour and 50 minutes or whatever so they didn't have oh, a man. crap ton of time yeah like most comedies i don't think should be any longer than that honestly just because it's not like they, it's not like they really care about progressing most of these characters so there's no reason to just have them sitting around you can also run a fucking a joke into the ground at that point mm-hmm. yeah, like, i've seen comedy movies that are an hour and a half that are completely fine i've seen comedy movies that are like an hour and 15 minutes that are fine exactly yeah, I don't think com- comedy movies really have like a floor, but they, I mean, yeah, they definitely have a ceiling when, t- when it comes to how long they should run. But I don't really care like on the on the back on the bottom half. Like they can run for thirty minutes, they can run for an hour and a half. Like it really doesn't matter to me as long as it's yeah. funny and it's it, it's like as long as it's funny and entertaining, and that's all that really matters. Yes, as long as long as it's wholesome. Because like you said, it's it's very very easy to to drive a, a joke into the ground. Yeah, and happens I mean, very often. Case in point was with Love and Thunder, but we'll get into that mm-hmm. in detail in a couple months. Go mid. Hawkeye mid. Hawkeye OD mid. (laughs) Mumbrella likes mid projects. Hmm. That's tough. You hate to see that. The Mumbrella. Yeah, the the Mumba slander of the week. But I guess we can move over to the question of the week. Uh, You know, on Saturdays now, not Wednesdays, Saturdays, um, we ask you guys over on the Staincast Instagram, a question looking for some input and this week we asked you does a comedy need to have a good story to be entertaining and we got pretty much the same i mean I, all right so we pretty much we got two and two it looks like hold up on uh, on what people think i'm taking a peek i gotta find it hold up so first off i don't know i don't know who this guy is but uh he just is his, his name is uh steven uh he said that it needs tits that's true. Whoever that guy is, he's fucking spitting. Yeah, he's he's a genius. Uh, okay, I can agree with him on that. Um, but then we have Mr. Maxwell. He said, "No, Napoleon Dynamite is one of the funniest movies of all time with a very basic story." I agree. Yeah, I can I can agree. Napoleon with Dynamite is probably the most brain dead movie ever made. It's it's mind numbing. Yeah. Like that every single time I watch that movie, it feels like a fucking fever dream. It's That's just true. so very it's, it it makes me feel simple for lack of a better word. Like, it just makes me feel like my brain is operating at, like, 10%, like, functionality. That's true. Like, if, um, if there's ever a movie where you just want to, like, relax and watch, like, 10% of the movie and still understand the plot of it, Napoleon Dynamite probably Napoleon is. Dynamite. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can agree with it's that. It's up there. We also have uh, Mr. Queel. He said no, just straight up. No. <laughs> no. Nothing else behind it. You could I mean, you could finish up the last two. Yeah. Mr. R. Pete, Mr. Chet. 
a regular on the Staincast. We need you, Chad. Yes, it's been it's been a minute. Got to pop out to the Staincast. Uh, he said, Ooh. definitely brain dead humor without a good story is mind numbing. Yeah, basically just reiterating what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. And then we have Mr. Jodaho, the king of comedy. Probably, That's probably like one of the biggest comedy fans I've seen. He says it, it should it should unless the joke is that there's no it should unless the joke is that there's no plot or the plot is so stupid. So I basically so it's like the other guys where they're not even trying to establish a story. Is that, is that what he's saying? That's from my understanding of it. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. the, the joke of the movie is that there is no plot. Mm-hmm. Which I can agree with. I, I like then now that we're at this part and then we can expand on it. Like I was saying before, it just doesn't. For me, like comedy movies, I just grade them so differently compared to most, like pretty much all other movies. It's just kind of in a category of its own where there's not many movies would get away with having no story and being rated even like a, like even above like a, a D or like an F. Like, like if you have a story, I mean, if you have a movie that doesn't have a plot whatsoever, it's not going to be looked at very kindly by anybody, whether you're a critic or just a, a casual movie watcher, at least to my, at least that, that, that's what I would think. Mm-hmm. but com- comedies get away with that shit all the time like the people there's just suspension of disbelief i guess the best way to say it, like there's just such a high suspension of disbelief for comedies where like no. going into a comedy you know that anything that happens is going to be ridiculous and it's just not gonna it, it doesn't have to obey any sort of rules or physics or reasoning or really. common sense yeah, like, common sense is just thrown out the window for comedies which is fine but that's basically my stance on it i don't mind comedies but at least they got to at least have an identity, I think. Agreed. Um, they I, need to at I'm least gonna... know, like, what are you saying? No, go, you finish off. I was gonna. They, they at least need to know, like, like what they're trying to do. Like, you have a lot of comedies where there's a jumbled mess of jokes. Like, like this movie definitely gets that vibe sometimes, where it's just a compilation of them being in different backdrops, to saying the same kind of theme jokes, mm-hmm. which definitely, which definitely does hurt the movie a little bit. Agreed. Yeah. So for the uh, over under, uh, for the critic reviews. We, we've been doing it the last couple weeks. I think it works. I actually really enjoy it. That bit, but for a comedy movie, especially considering how subjective comedy is, I just don't think we're going to get anywhere. We're just going to be talk, we're kind of just talking in circles because we could find a 10 out of 10 review and it's literally just going to be his per- perceptive on it, perception on it. And same thing. It's just not necessary. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It, it, it just really isn't that important for comedy movies. And we're definitely going to uh, try to fine tune our uh, segments to comedy movies. Cause I feel like we can honestly cut out half these fucking segments and make this episode like 30 minutes. Cause Comedies are shorter, shorter, so I feel like it's only right that these episodes yeah, are, are shorter. All right, so going into the ratings, th- again, thank you guys for um, mm-hmm. giving your answers. Look, we look forward to the answers for, for this week's question on Saturday. Bennett. But so going into the ratings for this movie, uh, starting off with story. I gave story a two. The only reason I give it a two and not a one is because the back half of the movie does have somewhat of a story. Yeah. But like we've said numerous it's a, times, like it, it's a comedy. There's really not much to it. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining, but it doesn't do much more than that. Agreed. I, don't know what uh, you gave my, I give it a two also. Okay. Yeah. For, the, for, for, pretty much the exact, for pretty much the exact same reasons. Um, then going on to acting, uh, I give this a two as well. Um like I like I said in the beginning, and I'll reiterate it now. Every actor just plays the same character that they play in every fucking movie. So it's like, mm. yeah, I'd agree to that. I give it a three just because I thought, um, I thought Wolfram Mark, um, 
Mark Wahlberg did a great job. Like I said earlier, their uh, chemistry was really good on screen. And really just yeah. Will Ferrell is just an amazing actor. And I think he honestly, like, he's really funny. He's got a great sense of humor. But I think he honestly wasted himself because I don't want to say wasted, but he definitely could have been starred in more like action and serious movies because he definitely has a good like. I don't even know how to say it. Like he, he he's, a, he's just a good actor. Like he definitely has like the range to do more than just being like the butt end of a joke half the time. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing with Gator is the reason I like his, the whole shit with Gator being like his, his alter ego, the pimp the is, pimp. it is definitely what escalated it from a two to a three. Cause I was going to give it a two also, but just for the sake of that. And I didn't think there was any scenes where where like the, any of the actors were like, the, did a crappy job per se. That's, that's all I really I got for the acting. It's a comedy, though. So, like, that's probably, like, the highest I'd probably ever give it for a comedy is a three, to be honest. It's a three, yeah. Now, moving on to originality. Um, <laughs> most comedies, I feel like, are going to get this score. <laughs> this movie's a one. Yeah. There's, it, there's like, there's nothing really to it. Like, it, it, it's just a, a stereotypical, no-plot, brain-dead comedy movie. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a two, just for the sake of... At least it wasn't super obvious what Urshan was doing because, like, they kind of thought the entire movie he was going after the lotto, and they kind of switched up a little bit and made it the police pension fund. I thought that was like, as for for as comedies go, that was that was probably a pretty like that's a pretty revolutionary twist, which is sad to say, but there isn't much of like like all this, like I don't even know like a plot twist. Jeez, I can't even speak today, but there wasn't much of a plot. There's there's basically no plot twist in comedies because, like we said, they're like the most formulaic con- like con- concepts for movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I- I'll just give it a two just for the sake of that. Like, that was... It was cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to see them try to do something. Fair. But uh, what do you, what you got for rewatchability? So, rewatchability, I also have it as a two. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Uh, like I said... After seeing this again, like all of the jokes kind of got stale. Like, there's nothing really to it. Like, mm-hmm. again, you're not expecting anything mind blowing. And once you know what's going to happen, that's kind of pretty yeah. much it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with horror. Like, like, yeah. like we've been saying most of the, for the most of this uh, podcast, they're pretty similar to each other, where they kind of have the same make or break features to them. And rewatchability yeah. is definitely one of them. And I definitely like how we did them back to back. Just because it kind of sh- very much shows the similarities because mm-hmm. well definitely we tap into something like uh tenant where it definitely has a lot more things to offer mm-hmm. the audience there'll definitely be more uh reason for debate compared to this where it's pretty it's pretty it's, it's just like the movie it's open shot mm-hmm. yeah i get and it then, too, um, so. and then finishing off with cinematography this is straight up getting the two like yeah there's some cool action scenes and that's about it like there's mm-hmm. it, this is not gonna be your mind-blowing beautiful movie yeah there's just, there's just no reason for a director to blow a bag on making a movie look beautiful when there's no there's no story or like tough moments to back it up. Exactly. So for it's me, like you, you're, making you're making a beautiful backdrop. You're making a sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. You're making a beautiful backdrop on you on nothing. Yeah, exactly. But for me, that pushed this movie at a nine out of twenty. I have it at eleven out of twenty, and I gave it a two for cinematography. I don't know if I said, but I gave it a two, and I have it eleven out of twenty. Okay, I mean, it's not far off. Um, mm. And that's not per- saying this this movie's bad by any means, but, like, when mm-hmm. we're going into the, like, when we're reviewing it the way that we are, obviously we're going to look at it with a different lens. And then, mm-hmm. that's just how we ended up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I would say that's fine. That might be, like, one of the Achilles heel of the 
of the ranking system we have is just because like for me like an 11 out of 20 movie kind of sounds like shit like that's barely over 50 percent. so like people would be like oh you so you gave it like a 55 out of 100 or whatever that fraction would turn out to be and i wouldn't say that because i'd probably give it like a 75 out of 100 if we're using our own system just spitballing like that's not a a solid Actual number but just thing. yeah like it's under spitballing but still like with the system that we're giving it I, mm-hmm. it, it definitely yeah based on those criteria that we that we listed i think 11 out of 20 is pretty respectable Accurate. for a comedable movie for, for a comedy yeah. movie absolutely like when we get to don john per se i can almost guarantee it's not gonna have a rating anywhere near that high mm-hmm. yeah i think that's the one thing this um this rating system doesn't account for is enjoyability because I, I feel like we have I, we, we have everything but that, which we could always fine tune in the future. But I just don't think it matters that much because we, we kind of talk about what we like about it in the beginning of this episode. So exactly. And obviously, and obviously, you guys are free to make your own opinions. Like it's not like you saying yeah, nine these out are of ten. Opinions, not, yeah, exactly. Like just because you made yours nine out of twenty, and I made mine eleven, so it doesn't mean it's law. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> so what, exactly. whatever you guys, what you guys want to do is movie out of hundred. You want to do it out of ten. You want to use our four or five star system, a four star system. You know, whatever. Do what you like. Do what you please. But that pretty much wraps it up for the other guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my ending, guys. real quick, I'll just I'll just give a quick ending remarks for a comedy movie. It's not bad. Agreed. That's all I have to say. That's it, all. It's it's not bad, and mm-hmm. but it's not anything spectacular either. Yes, sir. But thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we hope to see you next week when we watch Tenant as well as break down the SDCC news from Marvel Studios. Uh, make sure you watch Tenant on HBO Max uh, so you know what we're talking about. And uh, join us next week for that. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Check out our merch stop. All of that jazz. Stay tuned for Saturday for the question of the week. Yes, sir. Turn on post we'll notifications, you. you cocksuckers. That's true. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you guys for sh- showing up. Cock. Wonderful. I like older women. That's true.